Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, what's up guys? Stefan here from projectlifemastery.com and today I'm going to share with you guys how to win the game of money. Now, sometimes when I refer to money as being a game, there's some people that don't like that. In fact, it might even offend some people because money is one of those topics that a lot of people have a lot of mixed associations to. There's a lot of emotion that gets tied up around money, whether you have a lot of it or you don't, or you didn't grow up with much money. I know for myself, I didn't grow up with much money growing up. My parents struggled with money. There's a lot of anxiety and fighting and stress that all came around money. My parents went through a bankruptcy. They ended up going through a divorce. And so therefore, there's a lot of, you know, if you might have not gone to that extreme, but there's a lot of associations that can happen there with your struggle with money. You might start to believe and link emotions to pain and bad and evil and see these negative sides that come out in people uh, in the presence of money, what people are willing to do for money, the hard work and sacrifice that might go into it, which can also lead to a lot of pain, the scarcity, the lack of it. And the relationship that you have with money, I want you to pay attention to this now. The relationship that you have with money that you've built throughout childhood, even just from what you've learned from your parents, your peers, your society, and even just modeling and observing. Because as an infant, you're a sponge. You observe other people's behavior around money. To even right now today, your relationship with money and how much of it you have into your life your relationship with money, guys, is going to determine how much of it you have, how much of it you make, and how much of it you keep and grow. The relationship that you have with it. So first, if we look at money as a game, which is how I look at it, okay, it's a game that if you know the rules, if you know the laws, you know how it works, guess what? You can make as much of it as you want, and it can actually be fun too. It can be very enjoyable. That's how I look at money. Is it, It's fun. It's a fun game to play. But it's not fun to play if you don't know the rules. It's not a fun game to play if you don't know how to play. And for most people that are in society, you haven't learned how to play the game. You haven't learned the rules of the game, the laws, and how it works so that you can win successfully. Because just like any game, guys, once you get good at it, it becomes fun. But also you keep winning more and more. Some, once in a while you lose, right? That's part of the game as well. But when you get good at something, you win a lot more times than you lose. So money is a game, and I want you guys to be able to win the game. I want you to be able to prosper with it. And I want you to know that it's not your fault because nobody taught you how to play. I mean, this is something that your parents maybe didn't know, and they didn't know how to teach it to you. Maybe they, they struggled with it as well. It's something that the school system doesn't really teach us or empower us for either. University and colleges don't teach us either. You know, the way that I learned how to play the game, guys, was learning from other people that already knew how to play, right? I learned from them. I went through the journey of it as well. I had some wins and losses, and I continue to learn and grow from that. But the amazing thing is, isn't it a gift that we can access the incredible minds of some of the smartest financial people in the world, multimillionaires, billionaires, 
that we can get a glimpse of their psychology, their mindset, and we can learn from that. And we can adopt that because maybe the people in our lives, our friends and family, they don't know how to play the game either. Right? There's people like a Warren Buffett or a Richard Branson or a George Soros or you know, Sir John Templeton or so many incredible financial minds throughout the history of the world that we can learn from. There's books like The Richest Man in Babylon. What a great classic that book is. Everybody should read that. To Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. To Cashflow Quadrant. To Think and Grow Rich. To The Millionaire Next Door. To The Science of Getting Rich. Right? There's a book called that, Money is a Science. To The Millionaire Next Door. To um, The Millionaire Fast Lane. You know, if you want to make money and you want to learn how to play the game, doesn't it make sense that you study it? Doesn't it make sense that you read books and you learn as much as you possibly can about money and how it works and how to earn it more in your life and create more financial abundance in your life? There's books, there's resources that are available, there's videos like this that I'm doing right now that can hopefully help educate you and get you on that path. But I want you to understand that it's a learnable skill. It's a learnable game. And you can learn it, you can practice it, and you can win. Okay, doesn't that sound great? Awesome. So let's talk about the psychology because the mindset, the psychology, and the relationship you have with money is really going to be one of the most important factors because you change your behavior, right? But you don't change your psychology, you're going to self-sabotage yourself, right? You might know someone like that or have already gone through this where you end up making money, but you end up losing it, spending it, giving it away, and I know people that are multimillionaires that keep doing that. They make the money. Well, they're not really a multimillionaire, but they've made millions of dollars, but they can never keep it. Because here's the thing, guys. There's three things you need to know to become financially abundant, okay? To become a millionaire, multimillionaire, billionaire, whatever it might be. There's three things you've got to master, okay? I want you guys to write this down. Number one, you've got to learn how to earn it, okay? Earn it. That's, that's a, a game right there, how to earn money. You already probably know a little bit how to earn money right now. If you have a job, you've had jobs in the past, that's one strategy. But there's many other strategies. There's many other cards that you can play. You don't just have to have a job. You don't just have to go to university. There's many different ways you can earn money. Next is you have to learn how to keep it. How to keep it. That's a skill. That's something that a lot of people haven't yet mastered. In fact, I know a lot of people that know how to make money, and you're probably making money now, but if you don't have any, then you're not good at keeping it, okay? You're just not. If you don't have money saved, if you don't have money put aside, then you're not good at keeping it. You haven't yet mastered that. So you have to learn how to keep it, because it's not what you make, it's what you keep. You could be the guy making millions of bucks, but spending it, sabotaging it, giving it away, losing it, right? And you're left with nothing. The third thing you have to master is how to grow it how to grow it, how to take money and turn that money into more money, how to invest it, how to have that money work for you, to hopefully create passive income for you because that passive income is what's going to give you true freedom so that your money is working for you and you don't have to work for money, okay? So those are the three areas you've got to master. The psychology is where you have to start. The blueprint you have, the psychology around it because if you don't master that first and make the shift in the belief system, you can earn it and, and you're going you're gonna to struggle there. Keeping it, you're going to struggle. You're going to sabotage it. You're not going to be able to grow it. 
So it starts with the relationship, the beliefs, and the associations you have with money. Okay, You can shift that partly through going through books and resources can help you understand money in a different way, look at it in a different way. But also, um, you know, there's a lot of techniques. These are more things that I teach inside some of my courses, like Life Mastery Accelerator, for example, how to create, uh, how to make a shift in your belief systems and your psychology. But let me pose this to you. What is money for you? How do you define it? Money is what? Okay, what's the first thing that comes up in your mind? The first thing. Because that will give us a glimpse into your psychology and the relationship you have. For some people, might say, well, money is security. Or money is freedom. Or money is power. Or money is good. Or money is bad. Or money is the root of all evil. Or money corrupts people. Or money is pain. Money is struggle. Money is hard work. What comes up with you? What's, what's the, the first thing that comes up? Or what is, what's a, something that your parents always told you about money? Whether it empowers you or doesn't. So that's a glimpse into your mindset, your psychology. Let me share with you guys what I believe money is. Money is a tool. It's a tool. That's it. It's a tool that can build or it's a tool that can destroy. But it depends on who's wielding that tool, who's holding the tool in their hand. So you can use money to build. Money can be amazing in so many ways, can it? I mean, money can allow someone to pursue their dreams. Money can allow someone to have freedom in their life. Money can allow someone that you can use as a resource to help donate it and give it away to different organizations that can help make a difference in the world. Money can be used to grow and improve yourself you know, by reading books and getting coaches and mentors and uh, uh, courses and trainings that can help you accelerate your own personal development and growth. Where money can maybe be used as a tool to help you build yourself while also investing in health products and personal trainers and coaches and people like that that can serve you as well. It can allow you to have more abundance to take care of those around you that you love and care for. It can allow you to pursue other dreams and businesses and opportunities you might have as well. So money as a tool can create a lot of good. But also just like a tool can be used to build, it can also be used to destroy you know, money can be used to, to use in, in negative ways throughout politics. Corporations can use it in negative ways to take advantage of people. You know, there's some negatives that can come from money as well. It can, you know, um, uh, you know, you can use it to destroy other people. You know, lawsuits and threaten people. And there's that side of it as well. But here's the thing, guys. It's not that money is bad. It's not that money corrupts people. It's not money. It's not the tool. It's the person holding it. It's the person that wields it. It's like a hammer. You can use a hammer to build or destroy. You can use a hammer to build a house and build this incredible house or structure, or you can use the hammer to tear down the house. But it's not the hammer that's bad. The hammer's not corrupt. It's the person holding the hammer. So money is basically just a tool that us as human beings, we get to decide what we do with it. If you're a good person, then you're going to use money for good. If you're a bad person, you're maybe going to use money for bad. right? So you have to be very clear not to generalize money and create and define it as something that it's not. 
Because when you create these beliefs that money's bad and it's hard work, listen, there's some people that don't, like for me right now, money's not hard work. It's easy. For me, I have passive income that flows in. So I have a different belief in psychology around it, and that one serves me more than believing that money is hard work. Money is struggle. Not for everybody. Money is, you know, money is uh, whatever. Not for everybody, right? You can't generalize. You have to keep an open mind, and here's the trick. You've got to create your empowering beliefs around money that will serve you, that will support you and your goals to having more of it, Okay? The book is called Think and Grow Rich because you've got to change the way you think, your psychology, your mindset, your beliefs. Change the way you think and it'll change your experience and relationship with money. Okay? Now, let's talk a little bit about earning, growing, and keeping it. Okay? Each one of those is a game that you have to learn how to play. Earning money. There's many different ways you can do it. Okay, you can earn it from a job. Great. Now, there's many different jobs out there. Some pay more than others. So one thing that could make sense for you is how can I get, you should be asking yourself the questions like, okay, how can I get better at earning money? How can I get maybe better jobs out there, the different opportunities that can allow me to earn more? To do so, that is going to require you to maybe develop more skills, to work on yourself, to grow, to evolve, so that you have more value Keyword here, guys, value that you can then provide an offer that you get paid for. Because that's how you earn money. I just gave you the secret. You earn money by providing value. That's it. That's how you make more money. That's how you earn it. So if you want to make more money, find more ways you can add value. Find ways you can solve problems in the marketplace, problems for your employer, problems for this company or that company. If you can solve problems and add value in that way or help companies grow or you start your own company and you provide value in the form of a product or service you provide per, for people and you provide it to more people, you make more money. Simple as that, guys. You help some people, you make some money. You help a lot of people, you make a lot of money. Pretty simple, right? So now you can see how it becomes a fun game because now the game is how can I, one, grow and become more valuable and ex have more skills and improve who I am and two, how can I add more value to every, as many people as I possibly can. I want to solve their problems. I want to help them meet their needs, their goals. That's a fun game. You just keep doing that again. That's why some of the richest people in the world, you know what? They're not retired. Why? Because they love the game. It's fun. They love it. You know? That's what Warren Buffett does. He's in his 80s and he's still just adding value. He adds value by investing in companies. Right? He invests in them. He helps them grow. Right? And he has, share, he has uh, Berkshire Hathaway and he has a lot of people that invest in his fund and his stock. And so for him, it's fun. He enjoys it. It's a game for him. That's why he doesn't need to work, but he still does. Huh. How does that belief change it for you, by the way? If it's a fun game, like a lot of people look at money as like, okay, I want to make it and I want to just retire so I don't have to work again. Why? Because they're not enjoying the game. That's why they want to retire. Like if you're enjoying the game, it's fun. Why do you want to retire? I don't want to retire because I enjoy what I do. I'm passionate about it. But when you learn to enjoy the game and you get good at it, it's, it's like a hobby. It's like it's like playing tennis or golf or surfing or uh, some sport or any game out there, okay? But 
it's challenging, yes. There's surprises, there's the unknown, you have to grow, you have to add value. There's so many components to it that can make it fun, okay? So you have to learn to enjoy it, guys. Enjoy it. The way you learn to enjoy it, you get good at it. Get good at it. And you find a way to align the way you make money with your passion and what you do enjoy. And guess what? You can make money from your passion. There's many people that are. You love hiking. I know someone that started a hiking magazine. You know, he turned that into a business and does very well from that. You love golf. Hey, there's lots of ways that you can make money from golf. Teaching golf and educating people and books and resources that you can share with people. Even a lot of opportunities online. Every niche, every market, every passion, there's a way to make money from it and to enjoy it. Very cool, right? How about keeping it? Okay, keeping it is very important. That's something you've got to start now, now with the money you have. There's no reason whatsoever why you should have, not have any money saved. There's no reason for that, okay? If that's you, give yourself a shake right now. Look in the mirror and say, you know what? That stops now. I'm going to learn how to manage my money. I'm going to get some books on it, and I'm going to start. I'm going to give you guys something you can do right now. Very simple, okay? However much money you make right now in a two-week period, in a month, whatever your paycheck is, whatever you're making, and again, if you're not making any right now, go get a job. Go get a job. Go work, add value, make money. That's the first place to start before you can obviously have money to manage. So whatever amount of money you have, you have to learn how to uh, how to measure it on a regular basis, okay? Here's what I recommend you do. Use a Google spreadsheet or Excel spreadsheet on your computer, and I want you to track every single week exactly how much money you have coming in and what your expenses are, and categorize your expenses based on your, your rent, your car, transportation, your food and groceries, excuse me, your phone bill, your internet bill, your gym membership, your... Uh, dining out and entertainment, etc. Okay, I want I want you to be aware of where your money's going. Okay, I want you to be aware of that because a lot of people they're not even aware they're spending it and they're wondering, oh well, I don't have any money. Well, why? Because they're not tracking it, right? You got to know what's coming in and what's going out. Track it now. What you do is you create a budget. You look at okay, I'm spending a little bit too much. How can I simplify this to spend less? Right? Simplify my expenses. Maybe I've got to get a cheaper cell phone plan. Maybe I've got to sell my car, take the bus. Maybe I've got to downgrade my house, whatever, so that you can keep more of it. Because if you're living paycheck to paycheck, you got nothing left. How are you going to get ahead? You're not. You're basically you're not building anything. You're just in the rat race, right? You're just kind of doing the same thing over and over again. And years are going by, and all this work and effort you're putting in isn't creating anything for you in your future. What are you even working for then? You're just working just to survive, not thrive. The way you thrive is you have to get good at managing your money. And you know, at first you're not going to enjoy it. You might be thinking, well, I don't want to do this stuff. And it's, uh, that just stresses me out thinking about it. Force yourself to do it. And you know what? When you do it, you're going to feel free. You're going to feel liberated. You're going to feel like you have control over your finances. And then you're going to start to get good at it. You're going to enjoy it. Right? It's going to be fun for you. So you're going to have to learn how to manage your expenses and what you're spending money on. And you have to make sure, here's the key, that you save a certain percentage of it. What percent? 10% would be the minimum. 10%, not less than that. If you could do 15%, 20 30 40 50%, great. For me, I save 90% of the money that I make. 
Why? Because I make a significant amount of money. I've got a great lifestyle too, but I have so, I, I do really well that I don't need to be spending $100,000 a month on lifestyle. I just don't need to. I can save it and I want to grow that for my future, right? So as much of it you can save, 10% would be the minimum, okay? Pay yourself first. This is money you got to take, you put it aside, and you build your savings from that. You got to have at least three to six months savings of whatever your expenses or income is. So if your uh, expenses every month, let's say, are $2,000 a month, okay, or let's say $5,000 a month, well, you'd want to have at least $15,000 to $30,000 saved in a bank account for emergency in case you lose your job, in case you lose your house, in case there's a recession, in case there's a medical emergency, in case something happens. You have that there. Or maybe there's an incredible opportunity that comes along, an investment opportunity, whatever it is that you can, you can maybe use some of that for. But I recommend still making sure that's your emergency and your cushion. You don't spend it. Okay, So after that, guys, once you have that, now it's time to focus on growing money. Anything in excess of that, you put it aside and you try to grow it. You use that money so you can invest it in maybe stocks, okay, mutual funds, real estate. There's different investment vehicles out there. My favorite is business. I want to build a business that I can invest in, an online business, let's say, grow that and it can provide passive income for me. That's going to grow a lot faster than a stock or real estate will and it's going to have control over it and it's going to provide passive income and it's going to allow me to earn more, right, which is the key to be able to have more money to keep and save so that you have more money to reinvest and grow as well. But when it comes to growing it, you also want to diversify. You don't want to have everything into business. You want to have a variety of things so that you have some uh, stocks in different sectors, different markets so that it's diversified, maybe real estate as well. And that way you're diversified. If anything happens to one or the other, you're still, your wealth continues to grow and sustain itself. There might be times where one's up, one's down. That's okay. That's a game. It's a fun game. You know, it's fun, guys, to, to invest in things, to, you know, find companies and other companies that are doing well and put some money into that so that can grow and provide more for you, right? And the more that you invest in, the more you can make, the more opportunity there is, there's ups and there's downs too. It's a game and you can learn the game, guys. You learn how to grow money. You learn how to invest. There's a million investing books out there. You just have to decide you're going to commit yourself to it. You're going to learn it. You're going to master it. Okay? Great book for beginners is uh, Tony Robbins has one called Money Master the Game. It also has one called Unshakable. Okay? Also a great book. So there's lots of resources at your disposal. But what would stop someone from diving into it is they have, again, mixed associations to money, bad relationship with money of how they're looking at it. And that's why shifting your money mindset is very important. Very important. T.R. Vecker has a great book too. I'll give you guys called Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. Great book, right? All into the mindset, the beliefs you have around money. So that's why you got to start with that, guys, the psychology. You have to learn how to shift your beliefs, learn how to condition yourself. I've got a, a course called Morning Ritual Mastery that teaches you how to create a ritual in your life. That's one of the ways I conditioned myself since I was 17 through affirmations and, and, and certain phrases that I say to myself again and again to shift my mindset, right? To, to uh, feeding myself every day with um, inspirational books 
on money and changing my belief systems around it, right? To, to a, a lot of things you can do to really shift it. So where are we at? Money is a game, guys. You can become great at the game. It's a winnable game. It's actually a relatively easy game to play. Now, when you're brand new at a game, is it fun? No, because you're always getting your ass kicked. You're not good at it yet. But as you get good at it, guys, it does become fun. And you're going to be able to create as much money as you want from it. And it's going to be something that you enjoy. Something that is a fun process for you. So those three different levels, guys, those stages, make it your goal to master each. I gave you guys a lot of resources and books that can help you guys I'll link to a bunch on my blog at projectlifemastery.com. Uh, if you go to the resource page at projectlifemastery.com slash resources, I do have a lot of resources that are linked as well that I didn't mention of just things that have helped me, not just with money, but other aspects of my life as well that can serve you guys also. And if you guys want to learn how to build an online business so that it can help you earn it and grow it, uh, then I've got a great course. I've got a few great courses that can help you guys. One called Affiliate Marketing Mastery, K-Money Mastery. They can teach you how to build an online business doing things that I've done to create financial abundance in my life. Um, so check out the different programs I have. You can find those at projectlifemastery.com as well. And I want to thank you guys for watching this video. If you guys want some free training from me, I'll have a link below the description for you also to help you guys get started. Uh, one is a quiz that you can take too. I'll mention this real quick. A quiz that I created that can help you determine which online business is best for you. And that's at projectlifemastery.com slash quiz. So thank you guys for watching and joining in. Make sure that you commit to mastery. Talk to you soon. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.